excellence in sports entertainment. Pro wrestling talk from the four corners of parts unknown. This is That Wrestling Podcast. Welcome to That Wrestling Podcast. I guess this is like the 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 pen ultimate uh, is that the right word when you're like not quite at the day before an event? Am I already over your head, guys? Yeah. Talk about SummerSlam. So, <laughs> uh, well, yeah, we're still like a week away yet. Right, right. So like next week will be like the eve of SummerSlam. So, Joe, you're a teacher. Help me out. No, you're on your own on that. <laughs> all right. That's all the time we have. Um, no, no. We're, we're getting ready because, yeah, a week from... Uh, recording as we do this on Thursday night, the four of us will all be together uh, for the first time in nearly a year as we'll, we'll be down at Kevin's place in Fort Wayne, Indiana, ready to make the trip down to Nashville on Friday on uh, SummerSlam Eve. So guys, how, how you feeling just as far as here we are basically a week out from the gang is back together. You know, it'll be interesting. You know, Kevin's going to drive, which is great. I'm a horrible passenger, so I don't know if I, it's better that I'm in shotgun or if I'm in the back seat. But if I'm in shotgun, I've got the best game for us to play. Now, I, I can't be the only person who has a playlist called That Wrestling Playlist on his Spotify. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And there's a lot of stuff that, you, you, you know, I'll play. It would be like, name that tune. Yeah, okay. but with wrestling songs, love it. Some you'll know, some you won't. You know, it'll be a okay. fun game, and you know, maybe GoPros, cameras will be rolling. Maybe <laughs> uh, no, because we'll there copyrights. But yeah, we'll get into yeah. that. I mean, it'll be a good time. You know, it's it's been a very, very, very long time since I've done a road trip of any type because I'm the fucking diva of this show. Normally, I just fly places first mm -hmm. class. First you class. also live the furthest away. Like your road trip is a three-day road trip yeah but yeah for real being in a car is going to be different for me because normally i fly first class to where i need to go first class accommodations all the way <laughs> -da. Yeah. <laughs> yes. well brian our road trip is an hour i know yeah, we, we, we blink and we're knocking on the, each other's door yeah so kevin kevin and i is about hour 40 yeah yeah, so yeah. that's gonna be good, man. I know. Jason, I'm, three I'm, days. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm sure. Come, come Sunday, you know, whatever time, Sunday morning or lunchtime when we say our goodbyes, we'll do a little. Phew, like, okay, <laughs> back to well, Zoom we go. But, well, you guys will be driving back, and I'll be flying first class back. Now, yes, so. yes. But even still, we'll, we'll, you know, we'll have just enough time before we're like, all right, getting on each other's nerves. Okay. <laughs> See, I'm actually <laughs> sad. I'm actually sad about next week because it means it's the end of July. Yeah. That means that I, ha I am getting close to going back to work. And the end and of the like, summer of Cena. It's the end of the summer. And it's no. like, it's very sad. Like July is the Saturday of summer months. Right. And it's like the best of the months. And this one's going too fast. Yeah, no, it, it is going fast. And yeah, your countdown will be on uh, to back to work. So let's, let's not focus on the negative. Let's focus on the positive. Uh, let's start off as we do. What are you wearing? What are you wearing? What are you wearing? What are you wearing today, today? What are you wearing? What are you wearing? 
what are you wearing today? Okay, it is What Are You Wearing, where we always display our wrestling shirts and talk about why we are wearing them for this week's podcast. Uh, If you haven't uh, realized by now, it is just the three of us. Kevin is camping in the woods, so he may do a run and he may not, uh, but we'll see him in the flesh. Uh, But he will be drunk either way. Yeah, yeah, no matter what. (laughs) We can always count on that. Uh, Joe, you want to start off the What Are You Wearing this week? Yeah, last week I said uh, last week I wore the blue Jericho, and I said I was gonna I wasn't wearing any more of the black shirts for the summer, and I said I'd wear red. Well, this red one, it's not the typical red and yellow. It is undisputed wow. era forever oh, yeah. shirt. Yeah, I decided to go with that one. I thought the red and yellow Hogan would have been too obvious, but I am gonna go red and yellow next week. Very colorful, yes, indeed um jay what this is this the last entry you think nope no okay. i got it i've got one for next week the summer right. of cena rolls on with the 8-bit cena and wow. while this is cool something else cooler happened this week i had an opportunity to buy something i'm going to show it now the very 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 first pro wrestling shirt i ever bought was at wrestlemania 3 I went to the Palace Theater in Greensburg, Pennsylvania to watch it on closed circuit. I bought a vintage. Now, it's not the exact shirt because it'd be really fucking cool if this was the one I owned 35 years ago. Yeah. I bought a vintage British ringer tee. Love it. Um, I don't think I'm going to wear it. It's kind of old and faded. And I I think it might be framed for, for the wall here in the office. But I saw it on eBay. It was only like 30 bucks. And I'm like, yeah. That's great. It's, this is cool. So a little nostalgia memory there for me. And uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, Summer of Cena rolls on. I got at least one more, uh, depending on what kind of mood I'm in uh, after our road trip. Yep. It may continue through August. It may not. But if it doesn't, oh, the stuff I've been picking up this summer, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a great fall. What are you wearing? That one's going nice. to be tough to beat. That is, that is cool. You almost made me sad again when you said when I was at WrestleMania 3 because it took me back to when all the kids on my block went and my and my brother and I were the only <laughs> two who didn't go. I'm like, ah, oh, not again. But you were at the Palace Theater, so that's different. Yes, right. That Palace is. Theater. Not the Superdome. I mean, Silverdome. Oh. <laughs> he said it, brother. Or the Palace. Oh. I got um I got on just my my ECW shirt on. I I thought about wearing this because that was the the first barbed wire match I ever saw. It was uh, Sabu and Terry Funk, and uh, you know it's been a minute since I've watched that, but I I think I, I really think I'm gonna have a little more fonder memories of that match uh, compared to the barbed wire oh. everywhere match uh, from last night no- or from Wednesday's Dynamite. So we'll talk about that later. Uh, we'll get into that. There's lots to discuss with that one. Um, but let's start off. We'll talk about, um, you know, the build to SummerSlam. Again, we're just over a week out and excited. Uh, but I really thought about this once Once Monday Night Raw came and went. And it became uh, the, the Raw Women's Championship match officially of Bianca and Becky. That now we've got four matches that are some, you know, variation of rematches. There's, there's some, you know, little nuances with all these, but you've got Brock and Roman, of course, Bianca and Becky, who really, they started a year ago at SummerSlam, uh, Usos and Street Profits once again, and Theory and Lashley. So we've got, and that was a rematch, just like Usos and Profits, 
from Money in the Bank. So a lot of rematches for SummerSlam, and there's some really good matches that are, are not uh, rematches um, as well. So this isn't really to talk about, you know, like, hey, yay or nay, but just to gauge our excitement level for those matches uh, from one to four, one most excited and four least excited of those four matches. Uh, Jay, you want to start us off? I'm pumped for all of them. I'm not going to lie. I was at Money in the Bank. I know you were at Usos. And you were at WrestleMania, jerk. And I saw Theory and Lashley. Mm -hmm. And I saw Brock and Roman. And I saw Becky and Bianca last summer at SummerSlam. Like, this is going to be outstanding. And with the other matches, the Logan Paul Miz, the McAfee Corbin, you know, it's uh, WWE makes you feel feelings. And the presentation that they put out makes me feel feelings. Fives across the board or ones. Ones, ones across the board. Ones across the board for all. Okay. All right. I love that optimism. Joe? I'm not ones across the board because I'm really not feeling the theory Lashley match. It's just a throwaway. There's no build to it because we all theory is being built for his cash in. So the Lashley match is like, eh, not so, not so much, but other than that, uh, Roman and Brock, I'd probably give it a two, not a one, uh, Becky and Bianca. I have a feeling it'll be more next week for the, but I think it's going to be the reverse 26 seconds. Oh, I think they're okay. going to do the full year circle okay. and then keep that story going for the next WrestleMania. And uh, what was the other one? Usos and Street Profits. That's a one. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're pretty much in lockstep. Usos Profits is my number one. That, that just how fun that match was at Money in the Bank. And I feel like this one, you know, something has to give. Either the Usos are going to lose finally or the Profits got their breakup in them if they don't get it. And, and now we've got Jeff Jarrett in the mix. Which <laughs> he's got a busy weekend. We'll, we'll talk about a little bit more about what he's up to, uh, along with the special guest referee on uh, SummerSlam Saturday. But so, yeah, that's my number one. I cannot wait for that match. Brock and Roman, number two. Uh, and then I've got Bianca Becky, number three, just because, you know, I, I know it wasn't supposed to be this match. It, it probably would have been Rhea. And she got hurt. So it's like, okay, you know, they're, they're kind of thrown in a bind there. Uh, and Joe, same reason uh, that I have number four for Theory and Lashley. It'll be a good match. I really like their Money in the Bag match. But it, it's like there, there's not a full focus on it because of the contract and because Dolph Ziggler is involved in this. It, it's just it doesn't have the focus for me that I, I won't have the excitement level for it because I know there's something else going on. Uh, whether it happens or not at SummerSlam, they're certainly teasing it every week on TV. It's um, like Lashley is the Miz in the WrestleMania 27 buildup. And yeah, he's, he, Theory exactly. and the briefcase is Roxena. Yes. Yes. That, yeah, that's the main focus. And again, it doesn't mean the match is going to suck. It, it could very well be awesome. Again, I like the Money in the Bank match. Um but yeah, yeah, it's like we know there's something else brewing. They've they've certainly displayed that enough uh, over the last couple of weeks. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll get into the the full card. We're gonna do our, our preview and predictions uh, again in person uh, for next week's pod. We cannot wait to to do that. Um, and as I touched on, Jeff Jarrett. Wow. Well, it is it is Nashville, right? It is his uh, his hometown, his home turf, and uh, yeah, kind of a. Seem random to me to be the 
special guest referee for Usos and the Prophets, which, by the way, uh, I know, Jay, you're, you're living the kayfabe only life. Um, but what other sport or entity goes in the case of WWE? Hey, referees, you professional referees, you're doing a bad job. We need somebody else in there. And they get somebody who's not a referee. Who doesn't do that? That's like the, the bulldozer driver. Ooh, you're not doing too good. Hey, grocery clerk, give it a whirl. <laughs> what is this? Well, it's like the you... replacement referees back in the NFL days. It's like, oh, you refs are worthless. We can get anyone to do this right. job. Right. Charles <laughs> Robinson, the head of refs, couldn't call the match. Jeff Jarrett uh-huh. is, is wrestling royalty. 50 years in the industry himself let alone his family's uh, lineage before him. Jarrett is pro wrestling in Nashville. So this makes a lot of sense. And of course, now that he and Jay Lethal are involved in the uh, main event of Ric Flair's last match against Ric Flair and Andrade, you know, somebody on our Twitter posted when I said, hey, who's going to be Ric Flair's opponent? And someone said Jarrett and and. I don't know who that is, and I apologize, but props to you for getting it right. But what's interesting about the the, the main event, uh, Ric Flair and Andrade against Jeff Jarrett and Lethal, he's wrestling against a guy whose last name is Lethal, and Jeff Jarrett's finisher is the stroke. Mm. <laughs> there's, there's some digging in there. I see what he did. Um, but did you see the video? No, I, I refuse. No. Oh, no. Oh, no, you guys didn't? Oh, no. Okay. No, no interest. None. Wow. Okay. Zero. Now, I'm looking right now at the rest of the card for this event. This is what's got me interested. I'm staying in Nashville an extra day. You guys are heading back Sunday. I'm leaving Monday. Right. I might go to this. Like, if I can find a reasonably priced ticket. I'm looking at it, and it's the Briscoes against the Von Ericks. Mm-hmm. Um Clark Connors against Ren Narita from, from New Japan. From MLW, Killer Cross against Davey Boy Smith Jr. Um, Josh Alexander, the Impact Champion, against Jacob Fatu. If you don't know who that is, yeah. When he gets to the bloodline, yeah, Roman's got his muscle for, for the next five years. Uh, there's a AAA match. There, there's mm-hmm. more Impact matches. I mean, you know, Brian Pillman Jr. and Brock Anderson against Ricky Morton and his son, Carrie. I guess Robert was busy that day. Uh, it could be the real Rock and Roll Express, but like, yeah. it's going to be a great event. The Ric Flair portion of it, I have no interest. So I didn't watch the videos, Brian. Okay. So so I did out of, out of curiosity and, and what they did. And I, I mean, I'm not going to be able to do it justice, but it's Flair coming out of his press conference. And lethal comes out from like the parking lot and confronts him basically saying like, you couldn't invite me to this. You used me. I've been training you. Everybody's seen our videos. And, and I just want a little piece of this excitement of your last match in action. And you can't even invite me to the press conference and basically saying like, you used me and ends up sucker punching rich Rick in the gut. Um, that <laughs> Rick, Rick, Rick literally goes as he gets punched in the gut. He goes like, "Ah, my surgery." <laughs> it's just like, such a, <laughs> like really, Rick? You're like, okay. Um, and so he, he's wailing on Rick. 
Rick bleeds shockingly. Jarrett comes out in the parking lot. Yeah, in the parking lot. It's like it's like NXT parking lot random. Uh, Rick is out there with um, uh, David Crockett, one of the Crockett promotion people, and so Jarrett comes, and this is where it like starts to lose me. Jarrett comes and gets lethal off, and he's trying to help Rick up, and Rick's just like, "Well, fuck you, Jarrett. I never liked you." And so Jared, after like a minute of like, Rick, I'm trying to help you up. Flair swears at him enough that Jared goes, well, then fuck you. And he starts. <laughs> I love it. Like Andrade's not there. It's, it's just, it, it was, that's where it lost me. But the part with lethal, I thought was actually really well done of basically saying like, you used me. Like I'm doing all this work for you and you can't include me in this last match. I thought his part actually was really, really well done. That got me going like, okay, there's something there. Was he talking to him like Ric Flair? <laughs> no, no, no. He's just pissed off Jay Lethal. It was good. It, it was good. And then, but then, like I said, like in, in the span of a minute of Jericho and like Jay Lethal, get off, you know, like leave Rick alone. That, and within a minute, Flair's like, fuck you, Jeff Jarrett. And he starts punching on him. <laughs> and it's like, oh, okay, okay. Um, but yeah, you said it, Jay. The card itself. I mean, that's really cool. There's there's all kinds of talent, all kinds of great matches. I think the only one they um, uh, that you maybe you didn't mention that they they just started doing they're going to do like a uh, bunkhouse battle royal, which is like an old NWA Crockett state stampede match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that there's a lot going on there, Joe. I, I'm, I'm guessing though that nothing's changed in your your desire or interest, right? <clears throat> Zero. Zero. I think zero. Dud. (laughs) Dud. No, it's not going to be a dud. It'll probably be entertaining for, you know, the event up to the main event. But it's one of those cards where it's like, okay, I don't want to watch the main event. I'm going to leave before it's over. (laughs) Honestly, it's kind of dumb that his last match is a tag match. I understand why, but it's dumb. Yeah. And then I also have, he probably has four or five bumps that he'll do in the match, and that's it. And that'll be where he flips over the corner, runs across, jumps off the top rope, and gets a, a punch in the gut. Um, the one where he falls flat on his face, the flare flop. Yeah. Uh, the begging for mercy in the corner, you know, the cowardly thing. So I'm against it because I don't want him to be Randy the Ram. Yeah. I want Ric Flair is my, fav- is my favorite all time. And I don't want to – the last match for me was Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, Jay, you got a couple other things you want to touch on. Yeah. Right? Uh, Comic-Con is happening this weekend, San Diego Comic-Con. And WWE is there. AEW is there. And uh, they do big releases every year at Comic-Con. In recent years, it's been a Sergeant Slaughter figure. It was a Macho Man that looked like a Slim Jim packaging. Uh, Mr. T from WrestleMania in a VHS case. This year, it is no holds bar. Hey, Rip now. and Zeus in the packaging looks like a VHS tape. It's pretty awesome. Uh, and then the other big one that they announced is uh, Cody Rhodes has an ultimate figure. And an ultimate is like the top of the line figure. Comes with extra heads, extra hands, extra clothes, and stuff like that. Whereas AEW, you know, they took an L at uh, Comic-Con, at least in my eyes. This was an opportunity to do something pretty big, and they didn't. Um, Brian, are you, do you girls play with Legos? 
Are they at that age? Um, Harper does. Yeah. She's got like frozen Legos and some other themes. So they have now like Lego, like people like it's, you know, they make Lego people. Well, this is like an, it's, it's like Lego adjacent, but they, this is what AEW is doing. They are making these figures. Well, the San Diego Comic-Con release was a two pack of Sting and CM Punk from that six man match where they all had the same face paint on. Oh, okay. But oh, no Darby. Sure, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. no Darby. Like, really? You, you, you oh, make just two of them. Okay. It's just Punk and Sting. Yeah. No Darby. Doesn't make any sense. Now, well, those are Tony's favorite collectibles. I know. I know. So. I know. But they um, also around this time of year, though, the other exclusives come out and they talk about what's coming from Mattel. Mattel is putting out an AJ Styles. From his brief stint in Nitro as Styles Air. Wow. Short haircut, Nitro t-shirt. Um, they've got a Jeff Jarrett on the way. They've, they've got so many good ones coming later in the year. But then on the flip side, ring, Ringside Collectibles, uh, they have exclusivity with AEW, and they, they put out their own exclusives. They have, from the first dance, a CM Punk figure, Packaged in what looks like an ice cream bar. Package. Yeah. And yep. the figure comes with an ice cream bar in the wrapper, one out of the wrapper. Uh, the Larry hoodie that Punk wore when he returned. Uh, lots of cool stuff coming uh, from there. But I feel like AEW dropped the ball at Comic Con with their little, you know, mini mashers or whatever they're called. And the fact they couldn't include Darby really. Come on. It's a random one. Yeah. And then one other thing I want to talk about that we never talk about because it's on when we're recording impact wrestling just celebrated its 20th year in existence with no breaks. So they've been around 20 years, which is pretty outstanding. I watched impact from last week, last Thursday, last Friday, I watched Thursday night's show and I'm going to say it. That is the best wrestling show on TV. It's a two-hour show. And, you know, their roster, I mean, it's a mix of young guys, veterans. How they made me care about Eric Young after how horribly he was misused <laughs> in WWE, I'll never know. James Storm came back and did like a one-off, which was awesome to see him. Uh, Josh Alexander is their heavyweight champ. He's going to be a, a big star, big star in the future. Uh, Bullet Club, they have their own version against uh, a group of former Ring of Honor guys called no, Honor No More, which is pretty cool. Um, the women they have, the Knockouts Division has always been outstanding. So do yourself a favor. Watch Impact. You can watch it on YouTube if you don't have. Joe, I know you have like weird cable and internet and YouTube TV. I have TV cable. I have stuff, YouTube so, TV. Yeah, all the same thing. Um, yeah, watch Impact Wrestling. Like, I started watching a little bit of tonight's show before we started uh, recording, and it was a knockouts tag match. Deanna Perrazzo and Chelsea Green against Jordan Grace and Mia Yim. It was a fucking awesome match. So uh, watch Impact. Watch Impact if you can, because it is it is the best wrestling show. Like, I didn't fast-forward anything last week. And normally I, mean, I fast- For someone who hasn't watched it in a while, does it have any threads similar to AEW or and or WWE? And I know they had 
you know, it was probably a year, maybe a year ish ago that they had their AEW crossover nah, stuff with all Kenny that, Omega and all that's the done. brothers. Well, all I know it's not. Done. I'm saying, but like, uh, yeah, I'm gonna make sure I say this right. Like the feel of the show. Any similar, like, yeah, like, oh, like sports entertaining ish, or or more just you know. I mean, they they had they had their everything stuff. I mean, they had a skit with Rosemary going to the ninth realm with Taya to find okay. have it. Like they have their their bits. Got it. Okay, but as far as in ring, so good. So good. Sammy Callahan, Moose, uh, and, and a lot of guys I've never even heard of, but they're so awesome. I mean, Myers is there. Cardona's even there, and I don't even like him, but, you know, when once he's not hurt anymore, you know, it's it's a good wrestling show. Um, just watch it on YouTube. Give it a chance. Give Impact a chance. Hashtag. They they truly have been the the cockroach of professional wrestling. Right? <laughs> We've always thought like you know, oh, it was Spike TV and it was you know live on uh, Mondays against Raw for a couple of weeks, and then it was you know, on the or it was weekly pay per views. It was right. Fox Sports uh, Detroit at one o'clock in the afternoon on a Friday. Well, I mean, right. they were they were on like Pop a travel TV. channel for a while. Yeah. Pop TV destination america right yes all these it's, things and they've is this like a lightning round through. okay all the networks that impact <laughs> is it on and go uh pay-per-view fox that, sports uh, yeah that might be for well, the car ride Spike tv pop, yeah. and pop. and youtube Jesus. they're on and their you- shows are up on youtube right away impact plus um i subscribe i i, I resubscribe and I, I go back and watch some of the old hogan era Main oh, event mafia my. era Bischoff, and then the early, early, early days of AJ the Styles, Samoa Joe. Yeah, the Asylum yeah. years. Like, uh, Which that so, is on Pluto TV too. That's where I yes. watch like all the old ones, and they show newer stuff too. Now it's not like this week new. Like they'll they'll be like a month behind, kind of like the way Raw is on uh, Hulu. It's like a month behind. That's yeah. the way it is on a uh, Pluto. So that's where I catch up on it sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. And I know we don't talk about impact a lot just because it's on when we're on, but um, I wanted to get that out there. I I really enjoyed it. Um, You know, now with our YouTube channel being what it is, maybe I'll start a, that impact wrestling podcast, YouTube exclusive show. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, We'll we'll find out. And you mentioned like the roster. Yeah. They've really were one of the beneficiaries from these massive layoffs that WWE has. You mentioned that women's tag match. Chelsea Green, WWE cut. Mia Yim, WWE cut. Deanna Perrazzo, WWE cut, right? So, so yeah, somebody is like thinking like, oh, you know, icky impact. Yeah, like, no, these are people that you saw on WWE programming or NXT, right? So, like, And yeah, you have a better it. chance to show off your skills on impact than on All Elite because you'll be introduced one week and then on Dark for the next month. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's there's that too. Um, so, well, that's, let's let's move, yeah let's move on to AEW. Yeah, that's good up, enough Joe. to transition as anything. Uh, so yeah, this was this was hyped up pretty big. I was excited the the barbed wire everywhere match. Um, 
at the time of texting during the match, Joe, you had not seen it. Have have you seen it? Or have you seen? Clips yeah, I was an or? I was an hour behind because okay. uh, I had softball last night, so I didn't get home okay. till nine. So gotcha. I just was an hour behind everyone. So when I was getting the text messages of "Are we live?" I'm like, I'm just not going to yeah. look at the phone because I think I when you said "Are we live?" is when Jungle Boy came down. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, you're still a little, little behind. All right. Yeah. So, so me and Jay, I know we have, we have the similar, well, we know what we're all thinking, I think, but we, we want to get your reaction then first to what you saw and what you, you liked or maybe not liked. I didn't like any of it. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I didn't like, I didn't like any of that match. So barbed wire was like Jason said on Twitter, barbed wire somewhere yeah. or someplace, whatever you said, but, um, it all it, it it started bad, but then the train just crashed once Ruby was taken out, and they couldn't unlock the cage, but everyone just slid out anyway. I'm like, this is just got to uh, beyond ridiculous, and you know, Eddie missing the punch, but Sammy selling it that was bad. This is live TV. This is on a major. Uh, cable network this was your showcase and you blew it's like de niro and uh copland and you blew it um the uh the dumb blondes that don't know how to use a lock and key they need to make that a thing now whether that's on being the elite put it on the show they're just dumb blondes because that's what they are i'd have been pissed if i had seats with that, that, like the location of that shark cage was so weird, or maybe it was just me. But if I had seats behind that, I'd have been pretty pissed. But it actually did good because they didn't have to see the match because the match was shit. Uh, botchamania, Jericho. Oh, you can't Welcome. say botch. Uh, I'll say it. Oh, wait, you're allowed to. We're not. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Watch those terms. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, the main event was rushed because the women's tag match went too long. That the, the whole now I haven't read that anywhere, but when that match started, the women's match, it was 6:30 or or you know, 8:30 or 9:30, 9:30 Eastern. So that match went about almost 10 minutes. So the main event was rushed, and you could tell. You could tell every bit of it was rushed. Yeah. Um and I still don't know why Jim Ross needs to televise an, an entrance every <laughs> I, week. I have a theory on that. I I think this is his. Kobe Bryant going to all the arenas in his last year. You think? Okay. I do. That's the only thing because yeah, it's, it's one thing to, to do that, you know, once or twice to like kind of show that, yeah, it's the new, you know, the next hour of programming, but yeah, it, it feels forced after probably about a month of that now. And yeah. that's, that's my only thing is that, that they want to give JR the, the heroes welcome on television to, to do all these arenas that, you know, maybe he's doing for the last time. Well, according to JR, it's for to increase the ratings of our, I know. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. By and then didn't, didn't those ratings like mm-hmm. plummet the overnight low, low attendance, low viewership. Like they said it was a sellout, but it wasn't even close. And you'd see on TV too. The top was like all tarped off. Yeah, it was, yeah. it was not a good show. It's, I, I feel bad. I feel bad because Jericho has now been in like, two major like tv f-ups the ball pit from blood and guts 
Yeah. Why did he win? Yeah. Because he's a pain maker. The pain maker doesn't lose. It's like uh, Balor when he was the demon. with the demon. He once you lose as a pain maker, you can't bring him back. Yeah. Okay, I'll go with I, that. I'll buy that. But yeah, I was. I'm sorry, I made sense of AEW booking. That's probably oh, not what they were thinking, but that's what I yeah. was going with. I. I uh. Yeah, I mean, you said the shark cage fiasco. I actually liked the start. I love the the imagery of Justin Roberts with the barbed wire around the microphone. <laughs> if you want to say your match is barbed wire everywhere, that's a nice touch. I was like, okay, here we go. And I love, you know, that's Eddie Kingston, right? Crazy. I don't give a f. Eddie Kingston comes down, and takes it, and just starts beating Jericho. It's like, here we go. This is fun. And then it just got downhill. And that that when the shark cage fiasco happened i went oh my god oh no and hey thank goodness those guys could slip through the bars i don't know how uh hager could get out i think he he climbed over like there was that long gap he he didn't slide through i think he jumped through oh my god yeah so that that was a mess and i've watched that that clip of eddie and sammy and jericho 500 times i i don't know what was supposed to happen there because so yeah, Eddie does the the backward kick nut shot, and Jericho goes to to hit him with the barbed wire, but he spins away, and then Eddie goes to do the back fist, but Sammy, who just taken the nut shot, is like grabbing the back of Eddie's hand. So is he trying to protect him, or but then Eddie misses, and and Excalibur is like he hit him with the back fist, but no, he didn't, and. I, I have no idea what was, and then all of a sudden, like Eddie just kind of threw Jericho off the stage, off the ring to the the barbed wire. It was so clunky. It was just so clunky. Yeah. And I think that's yeah. just that's the thing. If I think <clears throat> barbed wire matches, I don't I don't think I mentioned like Sabu and um, <laughs> Harry Funk that I saw back in the day. It's it's they're usually not great. I don't think anything I've seen like barbed wire is good as a, a selective spot like wasn't barbed wire used in that mania match with edge and mick foley right was was in the with the the flaming yeah mr sacco was covered in and mr sacco was covered in barbed wire and went in lita's mouth and she was bleeding from the mouth and maybe at the ecw one night stand they like they do a little bit but what it's like the highlight where they have to have like 10 to 12 spots of everywhere. It's everywhere. Every, yeah. I, it's just, everywhere. Some place, I just think it loses. It loses. Some places. Yeah. It, it loses its appeal. Right. And, yeah. and from, from a, from an impact standpoint, right. It's like, how many times can you see a guy fall into the barbed wire? Every time it, if it is less and less impactful for the viewer, I think. So maybe lessons learned. I, I don't know. Oh, no, Tony yeah. will do it again. Yeah, I, I got to agree with you, Brian, when it's like, you know, when it's at the beginning, you're like, ooh, and then like after like the fourth or fifth time, you're like, right. Oh, oh, no, he hit him. Fun. He hit him with barbed wire. You know what's going to happen? He's going to hit him with barbed wire and then he's going to fall on barbed wire. And then when he gets up, because it's everywhere, <laughs> Joe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think it was. A, a and the big ending is going to be he's going to fall into barbed wire. Right. Book it. Yeah million dollars by god not so much uh so aew related and they they were you know promoting this during dynamite show we got uh the ring of honor death before dishonor pay-per-view this saturday so tony khan i I looked up it was march 3rd 
uh, that he purchased Ring of Honor. So we're we're about you know at the five month point basically. Um, how do you guys feel like it's been presented? You know, it's been obviously they don't have their own television right now, so it's integrated a lot in AEW programming. You guys enjoying this so far? What do you want to it see is, moving forward with the ROH brand? It is very, conf- it's been very confusing the last few months, to be honest with you. But I think what our Ring of Honor needs to do is they need to figure out what they want to be. They need a TV or a streaming deal. Let them be what WWE Network NXT was. Let them be a one hour show, four pay per views a year, and the best way to jumpstart this and to get the deal is have an ex-WWE guy win the title. Claudio and Gresham on Saturday night is going to be for the Ring of Honor title. Let Claudio win. You know, I think that's the first step. That card, as of right now, only has like four matches on it. But of course, if it's Tony Khan related... There'll be 17 by the time it actually happens on Saturday. Yeah. Of course, the other match on the card, FTR and Briscoe's two. Two out of three falls. If you haven't watched the first one from the the show in March, do yourself a favor. Take 30 minutes and watch because it was a fucking awesome match. And I am so pumped for this one. But, you know, Ring of Honor just, you know, they got to figure out what they want to be. You know, is it going to be not necessarily developmental, but like a, like a minor league, or if it's going to be just another promotion, are the Ring of Honor guys going to show up on AEW? Or, you know, Jonathan Gresham is your Ring of Honor heavyweight champion, and he's been on dark for weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you and know, Rampage a little. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you, you got to put those guys on the A show, Dynamite. I am looking forward to seeing what happens next. I am working on a roster split of my own. Eventually, uh, you know, <laughs> I, I've got some. I've got some travel. Maybe we'll 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 brainstorm in the car next week. We have some time. Out. Yes. Yeah. So. Uh, <laughs> oh, look at the time! I, uh, we got to. I no, mean, the the good. Thing oh, we got is, six hours left. Oh. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> All right, let's talk tag teams. Um, yeah. No. Uh, the, <laughs> Jason's got his notebook. Can you hold off until we get to Kentucky, please? No, just kidding. Um, He's uh, like B-Rabbit on the bus in 8 Mile, just writing down his ideas. um, (laughs) Oh, yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. The the pay-per-view is 40 bucks. It's a good buy. It's not too expensive. It's not $75 like UFC. You know, it's a a good, easy, and it'll be a good night of wrestling if you're – if you're inclined, definitely do it. I'm I'm going to be with family. I'm going to figure out a way to watch it because I want to see that tag match more than anything after watching the first one. Joe, your your ROH <laughs> feelings and and kind of what what can they do if anything to make you feel more invested? I think they definitely need more TV time, and uh, I agree with Jason. With the ROH should be the NXT of AEW. What they presented reminds me takes me back to uh early 1998 when Cornette brought back the nwa to uh raw and it was like its own they had their own champions and they had their own brand but it was barely presented and eventually it went away and no one gave a crap whatsoever that's what roh is reminding me of on aew it's like oh we got a pay-per-view coming up we might as well put some guys on there 
we'll just throw them in there sometimes. They haven't really promoted, but they with no TV or no streaming deal, you got nothing. That's how Vince McMahon bought WCW for nothing. And it's because there was no TV deal. No TV, no streaming. You have no brand. Tony's got to find a way to get eyes on that brand only. And I, I read, because uh, he did do a, a media call this afternoon to promote ROH and uh, and said, you know, he's he's had discussions with uh, Warner Discovery and he's confident that something's going to happen, but it has to be, you know, all has to fall into place as far as like a television deal. Uh, I like your one hour idea, Jay. I think that's a, that's a great sweet spot for that brand. And I think, you know, I, I put it in my head and I kind of compare it to how a lot of NXT 2.0 has been where it's been guys and girls from the, the main roster coming down of the, the natties and the Dolph Ziggler's. Right. And I think that's okay uh, later on down the road, but right now that's where they're at. Cause it, it is, it's Claudio challenging and it's FTR, right. You know, as an AEW roster going with against the Briscoes. Right. So, I think for me, I'm going to want them to, to have that clear division, figure out what that is with whether it's ROH, uh, you know, holdovers like Gresham and the Briscoes and, and making them, you know, the, the bulk of your roster and then taking maybe some of those AEW guys and girls that aren't getting a lot of time except on like the dark shows like the, the, you know, the Lee Moriarty's of the world and maybe Dante Martin. And they're like, OK, you're ROH now. And then maybe later you can have like some crossovers, but that's, that's where I think needs to happen next. Again. Yeah. TV TV is going to be big if, and when it does happen. And that's where it'll start for me to really get that investment. So like, I, yeah, I'm not going to get Saturday's pay-per-view. I'm sure it'll be great. Cause yeah, look at the names involved and look at the, the, the matchups, right. No doubt about it. But yeah, I, it's not there for me yet because it's like, why would I be invested other than these are going to be good wrestling matches. You know, you can put, put on good wrestling matches, but there's got to be something more for me. And I hope that it'll be, uh, you know, as it comes, whenever TV and everything else if, comes for the brand. If only you had a podcast you could host about wrestling that would give you a reason to want to watch it. But hey, whatever. That's it. Well, the thing is, it's like Ooh, they already have their, they, they already have their, <laughs> you got nothing for me. You got no response. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, they already well, have their, at, ah, yeah. they already have their at home performance center. They could use Daly's place as a ROH uh, headquarters. Oh, wow. Yeah. Bring back Daly's. Well, is da- well, now so it, it, Daly's place is in use now. Yeah. They're right? using concerts and events One are happening. One so. day a week to yeah, take the nightmare. It's they their building. The nightmare factory. They can use the nightmare factory. Well, that could be interesting too. Yeah, that would be interesting. The the SB Award winner, uh, Cody. Uh, congrats, future Twippy Award winner too. I'm predicting yeah, it right yeah. now. Well, we got some time here for the ballots. No one's going to top it. No, it's not going to happen. We got five months. Who knows? Maybe. Um, well, you know, I'm going know. to a few more events this year, and when I go places, shit happens. Right. So. It's true. Right. Bray Wyatt's going to. You know, take the money in the bank briefcase and Cody cash Figger. in at SummerSlam. Uh, and, and well, I mean, I am it. I am going to All Out, so we're gonna get Punk and Moxley. We're gonna get Omega return with the trios titles. That's, that's a rumor. Yeah. So yeah, where I go, things happen. Okay. Well, that's yeah. So far, that's been a proven commodity. So yeah, there's there's still time, Joe. There's still time. They're not counting the ballots yet. <laughs> 
We um, talked earlier about SummerSlam. Yeah, we, me and the boys are excited. And yeah, Nashville, of course, has the nickname of Music City. And so we kind of came up with a, a, an evergreen topic that uh, we could use for this week's five count. We could probably bring this up every six months. Um, talk about wrestling's theme music. And that's always such a important part to a wrestler you know when they have good theme music it just really adds so much of course you think about if you smell with the rock and the the glass shatter and uh, real american right it's always a big big part of the character so for this week's five count our topic is top five wrestlers who need new theme music that wrestling podcast presents the five count Guys, I got to say, going through this, there was a lot more songs that I'm like, these are pretty good. There was not as many as I thought would be to begin with. So this is a hard one for me. Uh, who would like to go first? I'll go. I'll go. I'll go. Uh, last week, I made a bold proclamation that Madcap Moss is the next Triple H. To make that happen, Madcap Moss needs mu- new music, heavier music it. with yep. words, not generic instrumentals uh number four with her recent attitude change cora jade she's got like a poppy punk song she needs like a darker you know gothier song than than what she's got now number three when she returns which hopefully will be next saturday at nissan stadium in nashville bailey uh you know when she came back or when she cut her hair, her music sounds too much like a mix between Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns. So I think with her returning, she needs something else. I don't know what that is, but she just needs something else. Number two, and uh, you guys are going to be shocked when I say this. Ronda Rousey needs new music. Okay, She's probably going to lose next Saturday. She's probably going to go away till probably the Rumble. When she comes back, make her be the full-blown heel. Just have different music. Mm-hmm. I love Joan Jett, but Ronda Rousey needs music. And finally, uh, number one, Chris Jericho. Oh, okay. Okay. I see what no you did. No music. There. I see what no you did. No music. Mm-hmm. None. Yeah, like, you don't deserve to sing my songs. And he just comes out to no music. Didn't Ziggler do that? What's that? Didn't Ziggler do that too? Well, he came out to everybody else's and did everything. And then he came out to nothing. Yeah. Yeah. That was a weird time. Um, That's That's my five. See, that's a good one because that's not a Judas sucks. Judas no. is a great song. That's a you need a new music for your character. So that's that's a great reasoning. And an F you to the fans. Yeah, Joe, you want to take this one next or bring it? Sure. My this was tough for me because it's like a lot of the music was just like, oh, it's okay, that's okay. Yeah, but yeah. It, it went with uh, it's okay, and so is the wrestler. They're okay too. Mm-hmm. Mine's a little mix of needs new music or go back to the music that was working. <laughs> so number five, Alexa Bliss. Like the yeah. new one just doesn't work. It's like do 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 like. Even before she came back, and I remember like when Cody came back, he did an interview of saying like, you know, the best wrestler music there is right now is Alexa Bliss. And then the next week they changed her theme song. Uh, Number four, Riddle. I don't want the old one back, but I'm not digging the new one. I think he he needs something that 
the crowd can get into. Okay. Like kind of like a Seth Rollins has his sing along. Like he needs a sing along <laughs> crowd. He needs something that's distinctive and not the bro at the beginning. He needs like a glass shattering song hmm. to make him go over the top. A Number three. Up. Oh, oh, the, <laughs> <laughs> they are going back to TV 14. <laughs> so, you, you see what I'm saying with Riddle. He needs some, that song will put him over the uh, top for me. Huff, Number pass. three, I almost put Bailey, but then I changed my mind because this is someone who I think they need new music, but need new everything because they have the tools. They just haven't been used. Shanna Baszler. I thought about her. Yeah. She needs like something hardcore, like rock, like just. I liked her. Yeah. Like Godsmack, I, I stand alone. I'm, or uh, keep away. Yeah. That something like that. Number two, go back to the old one. I loved it. I know he doesn't want it, but uh, Sami Zayn. It starts. When he with becomes it, a good guy. When he becomes yeah. a good guy. Kind of like Edge when he's got, when he comes back. And number one, Ricochet. Ricochet okay. needs something more upbeat. He needs something faster. He needs something that goes with his style. Mm -hmm. And these are theme songs that will, like, in my mind, not only will be helpful to them, but get them over to the next level, too. Because like you guys said, it's not just what's in the ring. It's the show. you got to have a good theme to move on. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Go ahead, Jay. Sorry. No, I said that's good. That's a good, yeah. that's a good list. And I, I have a couple uh, say on the same as you, Joe. So yeah, my number five was Sami Zayn. It's not so much go back to the old music, which was fantastic, but yeah, the new music just doesn't do much for me. And I feel like there's something better that we could do for Sami Zayn. Uh, number four was Alexa Bliss. Uh, the lyrics, stand up, shut up. And fight me. Well, okay. Stand up. I was like, oh. When man. Joe said it, I was like, ah. Uh, I, I don't I don't agree. I think it's better than the old stuff because oh. she described it as stuff she just had written in a notebook. And they okay. just so I thought it was a cool backstory. Uh, I I think it's a good and one. who knows that backstory? Yeah. Me. I don't okay. hate it. I know that story, so I think I, it's good. And now you yeah. guys know it, and you think it's good now. She, she can incorporate Ryan Cabrera and do yeah. something. Yeah, right? If only she knew someone who was yes. a musician. <laughs> There's got to be a way. Uh, number three, uh, Claudio, the former Cesaro. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I listened to it. And, you know, I think just the crowd <laughs> reactions he's getting so far, like overshadowing the music, but it's kind of that. That classic, I don't know what the name of the song, like Britannica. Super Mario Brothers. Yeah, it's like I don't know. I I it worked for Dan it worked for Brian Danielson to use uh free music. So yeah, we'll just remix audio and Macho Man and Flair. There is that, yep. Uh number two, Ezekiel. Uh Ezekiel has generic rock 101 and uh you know, maybe there's something he could do with his brother, Elias. You know, maybe, but Elias obviously was an acoustic guy. And I, don't, I guess you can't, you don't want to, uh, you know, snap on Rick Boogs and do the electric guitar thing. But maybe there's some sort of meat in the middle. Maybe Elrod is a club DJ. Oh, there it is. There it is. Um, yeah. So that's number two. My number one, I'm, I'm ready for your bullets, guys. 
John Moxley. No way! Yes, that way. fits him. Wild thing no, is not wild good. thing is amazing. No, read the book. Read the book. No, no, I won't ah, read the book. So good. You will, I don't you, have the six-hour car ride to read it coming up. Oh wait, yes, you I do. do. Yeah, you um, do. No. Listen, I don't hate Wild Thing, and the crowd loves it, so obviously it's doing its job, but that was one of the first actual AEW themes, his original one, that I really liked, That I was like, oh, this is good, I could get into this. Yeah, it was just a generic instrumental. It was, it was, but I don't know. There was something about that one that really got to me, grabbed me, that when they went to Wild Thing and just, I don't know, I I don't feel Wild Thing. Like I felt the original uh, one. Uh, so. you're, yeah, that's number one with a bullet. Exactly. We got them coming <laughs> out to you. I'll take it. That's this week's five count. Who made your five count? Let us know on social media using the hashtag TWP five count. Okay, that'll do it for this week's show. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. And again, next week. The four of us, well, again, Kevin's not here right now, but the four of us on the show regularly will be together. We'll be live in Fort Wayne, Indiana, getting to be on the road to SummerSlam in Nashville. Uh, We can't wait to do our our preview and predictions and just talk about all the fun that we're going to have that weekend. If you are going to Nashville, if you're listening, if you're in Nashville or you're going uh, make sure you hit us up at uh, that wrestle pod or what is it? That wrestle pod at gmail.com. Jesus Christ, Brian. Close? <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's that wrestlepod at gmail.com. I got that it. Okay. Wrestlepod on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and that wrestling podcast on YouTube. I knew that. I got the website pulled up just to make sure I didn't fuck it up. Okay, good. Uh, so- <laughs> you still did, though. So still fucked it up. No, the, the email. I got it right. I got it right. Um, so yeah, but yeah, we'd love to, to see you. We got some fun things that uh, we, we definitely want to do in Nashville to, to do with our podcast and maybe you guys can be a part of it. Um, otherwise, hey, we'll, we'll see you and talk to you next week. Before we go, before we go, I have one question. I have one question. I didn't want to say anything because I know knock on wood didn't want to jinx it. When Brian wasn't here, Jason made it a point to mention nine times. I was just getting ready to do it. And Kevin was like, off the hook. Why does Kevin get off the hook, Jason? No, I was literally waiting until Brian says what he says. Go ahead, Brian. Finish it. Enjoy wrestling, everybody. Fuck you, Kevin. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening. Follow That WrestlePod on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. One, two, three, that's it!